Buenos dias, buenos dias, buenos dias. Welcome to today's Mayito Minute. The other day I had an interesting thing happen to me. My son was given a Rubik's Cube by one of his friends in the neighborhood. Uh, He went over to the boy's house to see if he could play and the boy found out it was his birthday and he said, here, Cadell, you can, you can have this cube. This is what I'm going to give you for your birthday. You can go ahead and take it. And Cadell took it with him and brought it home. And he starts kind of fiddling with it and trying to figure it out. And obviously it's a pretty difficult thing to figure out how to do, at least on the surface. That's how it seems. That's the perception we get of it. And so obviously being a typical six-year-old, he walks up to me one day, I'm sitting on the couch and he hands it to me and he goes, Hey dad, I want you to do this for me. And I was like, you know what? Let's do it. That That's a little challenge. I've always wanted to know how to learn how to solve a Rubik's cube because I, I know that there is some kind of a formula. There's some kind of a system that you have to go through. And if you can learn that, then you can solve the cube. So I said, great. I'll do it, Cadell. I'll do this thing for you. And he got super excited. And then obviously I turned my attention to the YouTube to look up videos and find out how to solve this thing. Now, interesting thing number one on my journey in solving the cube was that when I typed in how to solve a Rubik's Cube, the videos that had the most views were the videos that learn how to solve this and learn how to solve a cube in four moves, learn how to solve a cube in two moves. Uh, Just the real watered down, kind of simple, right? Like the five minute ab version in fitness, you know, uh, type of videos. And I'm a sucker, y'all. I'm going to, I'll tell you straight up. I clicked on these videos and I watched them and then I go, oh, that's it? If I just do these two moves over and over and over and over again, then I'm going to solve the cube. And I kid you not, I got suckered in and I'm sitting there doing these two moves and then going to the next video and going, oh, it's a, this is a four move one. Let me do this one. And I'm sitting there for like 20 minutes. And then I finally go, dude, what are you doing? It's probably more complicated than this to solve this cube. And then I found the other video that I eventually kind of camped out and landed on. It said how to solve the Rubik's Cube in 10 minutes. And that one had, you know, four or five different logarithms that you had to apply. And obviously the guy goes through and shows you how and he solves it. And I end up using that video to, thankfully now, hold your applause. I can solve a Rubik's Cube. I can solve it. If you give it to me, I can figure it out and I can get it done and hand it back to you completed. But what I really wanted to get into was my journey in learning how to solve the Rubik's Cube because the journey that I went through is the same journey that we'll go through when we're learning how to do anything, when we're trying to get good at doing anything, when we're trying to master anything, when we're trying to achieve anything. It's the same process, but yet this is really simple because it's a Rubik's Cube. So, how did the process go? Well, at first, you hand me the cube. 
I'm watching the video. I'm watching this guy do his thing and I have no idea what's going on. So I am in the state that they would call conscious incompetence. I click on the video. I begin watching this guy talking to me and turning this cube in these different ways. And I quickly realize, dude, you have no idea what you're doing. So stage one is like, I'm conscious. I know that I don't know. I know that I have no idea how to solve this thing, but I'm watching the video and I'm learning and I'm following the steps and I'm stopping the video and I'm rewinding the video and I'm fast forwarding the video and I'm just going through all of that, right? But I know that I don't know. Well, the next step was that then I became aware of the steps. So I walked into, I was conscious of my competence. And so I was like, okay, I now know that I need to do this at this particular point in the cube. I've watched the video enough. I've stopped it. I've rewound it. I've fast forwarded it. So I know, oh, okay, I'm trying to do this. And when I try to do this, I consciously know that I need to apply this logarithm. I need to do this thing and it will come out that way, right? And so it becomes this conscious competence, right? Uh, I have to put mental energy into thinking about the fact that that's what I have to do in order for this thing to turn out, in order for that phase to be completed, to move on to the next phase, so on and so forth. Well, with practice, and believe me, a lot of practice, I just, I loved it. I I loved, here, undo the cube. Let me try it again. Here we go. Like, and just having my kids do it for me. I got to the point where it was unconscious competence. And at this point, I got good at the cube and some of you guys can resonate with this because this would be the phase where you're trying to be taught something by somebody and they're going too fast. They, they're not good teachers because they're unconsciously competent. They don't really think about what it is they're doing. They just go, oh yeah, that one, you want to get that, you know, that cube, you want to get that little block from there to there to be able to do that. So here, here, you just do this, bam, 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 bam. And they're moving their hands and they're, they're shifting around this cube and you're just sitting there going, what are you doing? You're, you're confusing me even more than I was beforehand, right? Because they're at this stage called unconscious competence where I don't have to think about what I'm doing to complete the cube. I don't have to think about what I'm doing to apply the logarithm. I just know that I'm there. I can just kind of feel it. Bam, I finish it, move on to the next one. And that's where, you know, you begin to solve the cube faster. Your time begins to come down. But then at the same time, you know you're there when you're trying to explain it to somebody and you confuse them more than you help them, right? So just a little tip, a little aside here. uh, For those of you that get to this unconscious competence phase in something, understand that if you're trying to teach somebody, you will have the tendency to lose them because they're not on that level yet. They're not at the unconscious competence level. So know that they're at the conscious competence. So slow down, 
think about what you're saying and the way that you're presenting the information because you could be confusing them and you're obviously going to hurt them more than you're going to help them. So those are kind of the phases that I went through and that's where I am currently. But here's another kind of wrinkle or thing that I wanted to talk about during this uh, episode is the fact that it wasn't a linear journey. In other words, what I mean by that was I didn't get the cube, start watching the video, watch it all the way through, perform the steps, complete the cube, hand it to my son or my daughter and have them undo the cube and then watch the video and complete the cube and then hand it to them and then have them undo it and then watch the video, not have to pause it, not have to stop it, not have to rewind it, not have to fast forward it and complete the cube. In other words, it wasn't a, oh, cool, you did the cube once. And so like you can do it every time, right? Like you're going to be able to complete this every single time, right? Like you, oh, you won't make any more mistakes, will you? Oh, you're going to remember that a logarithm every single time. Oh, that scenario that you got, you're going to be able to navigate through that, right? And the answer is, folks, the answer is no. And this is what, this is probably the, one of the biggest joys that I took from just getting my hands dirty in solving this cube. Because I would pick it up and I maybe had just completed it or I got done eating lunch and then I wanted to complete it or, you know, whatever. And then I'm like, dude, I got this. I know how to do this. And then I would start doing it and I would mess up. I do something wrong. All of a sudden I'm looking at it and I'm going, what did you do? And I have to, uh-oh, time to pull up, pull out my phone, pull up YouTube, pull up the video. Let me have the guy show me what was it again that I needed to do? What was the logarithm? What did I miss? Why can't I figure this scenario out that he went through in the video? Okay, I got to go back and rewatch that. Oh, okay. And so along this journey of me getting to this unconscious competence, where I'm at now, where I don't have to watch the video anymore. There was times where I went backwards. I actually regressed. Now, I'm not going to say that I regressed in my learning because let me tell you, if you use the regression properly during the process of learning, it helps you. It doesn't hurt you. You don't look at it and go, oh my gosh, I couldn't solve the cube that one time. What's wrong with me? No, folks, it's part of it. You're going to regress. You're going to have those mental lapses. We're going to have those moments where we don't execute the right way. And that's okay. What are we learning from those moments? What is being taught to us? Oh, I've got the tendency to do this during that logarithm. I mean, I had some tendencies that I had to really become self-aware about and go, Mario, you're supposed to move the cube this way and you tend to do it this way. Okay, capture that so that you start doing that less. You see, but if we just think of learning as this linear thing, I solved the cube once, so therefore I'll never mess it up again, then when we regress, when we do make that mistake, when we do have that you know, little mental lapse, then all of a sudden we're so focused on the fact that we messed up that we don't take the time to go, 
what did I mess up? Why did I mess it up? Is that a tendency? Okay, how do I, what was I supposed to do? Let me pay more attention next time I get to that particular step and find out what it is that I'm doing. And that to me was the biggest takeaway and that to me is the biggest takeaway that I want you guys to get from this episode is the fact that, listen, if you're trying to become elite in any area of performance, if you're trying to achieve lofty goals, if you're trying to get good at something and become professional at something, then folks, do we understand that there will be regression? There will be times when we will seemingly take a step back where we will seemingly have stunted growth, where we will seemingly not be able to figure things out and execute things like we've been able to maybe in the past. That is part of it. That's part of the journey towards the unconscious competence. And just be, I'm going to end with this, just because you've reached unconscious competence does not exclude you from regression, does not exclude you from the mental lapse every now and again, does not exclude us from making a mistake that maybe we haven't made in a really long time. It doesn't exclude us from any of that. And if we can wrap our heads around that, wrap our minds around that and say, this is just part of it then we'll be so much better off because, as I've said many times on this podcast, every experience is an opportunity to learn and to grow. So those moments, they happened for a reason because something was was off. Our focus wasn't where it needed to be. Our attention wasn't where it needed to be. Or emotionally, we weren't where we needed to be. Or it was a slightly different scenario or circumstance than it usually is. And so how did we respond to that? Can we take notes on that? But you see, now we're better off for it because we've used that particular experience to our advantage. Where... In most cases, most folks get frustrated, put the cube down. I don't want to do it anymore. I used to be able to know how to do it, but I obviously maybe don't know how to do it anymore, so I'm done. Let's not do that. Let's keep working on that cube. Let's keep regressing, embracing the regression, but knowing that ultimately we're going to be better off for it. All right, folks. Thank you guys so much for listening today. I appreciate y'all. And, uh, yeah, maybe I've gotten you excited to learn how to do a Rubik's cube. They're a ton of fun, y'all. And, uh, just a great way to pass the time. And, uh, one of the things I've been doing, just another note, another side, one of the things I've been doing is I've been working through the Rubik's cube in the morning. It's become part of my morning routine. I'm gonna have my cup of coffee. I do my reading. And then I try to solve this Rubik's cube one time before I get up and I get out the door and get on with my day. So, uh, yeah. Just cool little, neat little exercise. Anyhow, thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you guys. Uh, Till next time.